Takeover. My name is Nick Brown for Andy Brown for Andy Brown Town, the 14th reason, the Silver Surfer top deck. And joining me through the screen once again, through the wonders of the internet, is Mr. Silky Smooth himself, the oh-so-glorious one, Mr. Nathan Cruiser Custis. And Nathan, how are you doing? It's a beautiful day, you two style. It's a beautiful day, you two style. And now I've got a new nickname, the Cruiser one as well. I'm telling you, you know, the next thing they should bring to gigs is just purely cruisers on offer. Like, don't worry about this shitty beer that they put on taps, Nick, and this water. Like, I don't know what this fiend of water is in this popularity thing. It is. We need cruisers everywhere, Nick. Let's make them the biggest thing ever. Do you remember back in the mid-2000s when they did World Idol? You remember that? When uh, when all the countries... All <laughs> Didn't like, we have Guy Sebastian for us? Yeah, so like, we had Australian <laughs> Idol and it was all the different countries. And you know the winner was some European country. I can't remember. might have been the UK. Uh, and I thought the it was song, a Swedish guy. Yeah, was, there you go. Um, probably was. And the winner sung, You Too, Beautiful Day. And yeah, that was Beautiful the, Day. And like, there were some people singing the worst songs, like these really somber songs. I'm like, who's going to vote for that? Who's going to vote for that? Someone came in, did a Bono exhibition, Nathan. And here he is living today as the World Idol. I wonder where he is right now. Mate, I'm telling you, it was a red, it was a blood nut, that bloke. I remember his face. He had like a gap tooth. He had, um, fuck, it was, he sang a really good song to win their, their actual Swedish idol, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, the beautiful day, Nick. What a sight it was. And we've seen that live, and that is a spectacle when you see it live. Are you allowed to say blood nut? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, David, I we got a. I had an email today um, from PayPal. Someone bought a shirt uh, from us, and it was well. It's somebody we're rivaling with right now. Not what we did on the weekend. We'll talk about them in a little bit. But Mikey from the Gloom in the Corner. The Bald Eagle. I don't know if this is like a peace offering. Uh, he only bought a shirt, didn't buy a mosh guard. I'm going to send him one, uh, send him a mosh guard for free because I think once I'm done with him, he's going to need one. Uh, so the idea is that I send him one so when I beat him up, I don't feel too bad. And he looks good while doing it, Nathan, because mosh guards mm. are the way to go. They are the way to go to smooth up that ugly fucking mud of his. I'm Jesus telling you now, Christ, David. I'm going to come after Mikey. All the, he's, 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 buddy, he's pissed me off this week. I'm telling you now. I'm coming after him with everything that I got. Nah, he, he's, he's a glorious looking man. And as you say, Nick, the um, the backbone um, wash guard actually is, has a 37% chance of making you look better than what you already did. So I'm telling you now, you should all get one. Exactly, especially if you have no hair on your head. Uh, Nathan, moving on. It is award season uh, coming up very, very soon, and we need to kind of touch on this. Uh, coming up, you know, we do have the Backbone 100, counting down the best 100 songs. Right now is a bit of a weird time for us because we don't even know if we can actually do podcasts playing the songs because Spotify is kind of cracking down a lot more than what they used to. Shut like us down, haven't they, Nick? Exactly. We can do it through uh, articles, and we might have to do it that way. We, we might do it through both. I don't know, but that's kind of the way we're going. But we also have so many awards coming in through, like, the best. Best album, the best EP, the best feature, and also the fun awards, the worst album, the worst song of the year. I cannot wait. The wanker of the year, Nathan. There is, is it so me? much. Uh, well, it's either you or the coronavirus. And like right now, you're on equal terms of how bad you've been this year. So, <laughs> imagine getting compared to the coronavirus. That's pretty Suck bad, it. eh? Uh, it's, not a, it's not a good effort, is it? No. Um, it's Nathan, horrible. <laughs> Nathan, um, I've been watching. It's just kind of the uh, the world unfold in front of me. And, you know, there's been a lot of things going on and we'll talk about it in a second. But what we did on the weekend uh, recently launched their new website and new merch range. They got so much merch and so little time. Are you excited by this, Nathan? Because I can't wait to get a bloody pink bucket hat on top of my goddamn head. 
Nick, just to correct you, that's the summer merch long. You got no. the bright colors Sorry. of what we did on the weekend. The boy, Jace will come at you with everything he's got, mate. I'm telling you now that it's top of the line, this range that they've um, just put up there. But um, definitely get out and check out their stuff because they are amazing with this, like the merch that they do. And they, um, they did send me a nice little sticker that I put on my car during the week, Nick Brown, when I bought my little guava cruisy socks. So oh. I was happy with them. And, um, yeah, I, 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 they suck me in, so they can suck anyone else in. I'm <laughs> well, talk, you now. <laughs> well, talk to me about this, Nave. Give me your give me your official review of these guava socks because I've been looking at them online. I've been <laughs> hovering over the buy it now button, but I just I'm too much of a I'm too much of a pussy, David. I can't do it. Uh, but but I, I don't know if it's worth it. Talk to me about this. Has this exceeded your expectations? Nick, exceeded is not even a word worthy of describing these guava cruiser socks. Because I'm telling you now, it all began one. <laughs> A miserable night where um, our friend Jason got rejected for the boat party and our friend Burjo and, and me and you, we just consumed about 14 and a half cruises each in the space of about 30 minutes. And from there, we've been obsessed. And they brought this obsession to Socks and Socks Range, Nick. And they sent me one. I had to buy the things. Like, I'm telling you, we're giving them a free shout again, Nick. Man. We, we, we do this all the time. But, oh, Nick, no. <laughs> on the eyes, they the visuals of this these, these socks, mate, I don't even want to wear them. That's how good they look. I'm telling you now. I'm telling you now. The only time I'll do it is if we do our end of year reviews with the boys or on the boat party, of course. But I'm um, Nick. Well worth the wait. And they did. They try to cause a little bit of beef on the letter. They actually had the enemy um, in in brackets when they um they sent it to me. And said to Nathan slash Backbone Takeover the enemy. And I didn't like that, so they they took a little jibe. But Nick, well worth the wait. Awesome. I love how you said that we drank fourteen and a half cruises each on the uh, boat party because we had to pour half a cruiser out for Jace who didn't make it on the boat party that night. It was just like well, out, one of, got out of respect. On me when you super kicked me, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> what, a time. what a great time and also last week we didn't actually get an episode up the reason was that audio kind of um went a bit fucking weird shut uh, itself i at one stage i got excited i smashed the table and a, the audio just completely shut itself and i don't know why it happened i smashed the table all the time but now i have to be very very careful nathan i feel like the laptop right now because i'm actually in the midst of getting a pc i'm kind of like getting all the parts for it right now and i feel like my mac's starting to, like it's almost it's also it's almost like my mac knows that i'm getting upgrading soon so it's just <laughs> shitting itself for the hell of it Being and it's ass. really fucking annoying <laughs> to me david did you hear of this election this week uh, mate, I haven't. No. Okay, well, <laughs> of course I have. You <laughs> silly, but, mate. It's, it, it, this is everywhere, mate. Like this is even just the realms of boganism in Australia. Everyone knows about it, Nick. It's amazing. Go on, dude. I am. Uh, I just like this. So funny. I I can't help myself but laugh at this because <laughs> I our America's not just the worst losers. Like, is this like mate. you know? It could all boil down to just Americans. Americans are sore losers. Not only are they sore losers, but Nathan, they're even worse winners. Which kind of inflates how bad the losers are. So, like, in 2016, everyone lost their fucking mind that Trump got in, and now that he's out, everyone's just going, ah, fuck you, like this, and Trump will not leave. He's Leonardo DiCaprio in a movie that I can't remember. He's saying, I'm not fucking leaving. I'm not going, Nick. The Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. He's just refusing to leave, and it's just the most, it's the most fucking grade school bullshit ever, and I just, there's just something I love about it. I just can't help it. It's so entertaining to me, David. He's such, there's such idiots all of them and biden's no better but it's so much funnier that he won now and i'm a happy man i don't know why it was a fu- it was really fun to actually pay attention to i must admit 
I was on the their coverage day, is awesome, mate. Yeah, Shit's it was all really, over ours. It was really fun. Like I was enjoying it. All the like states are swinging this way. Um, it's like a sports game. Like there were times yeah, in the, the, in the and stuff throughout mm. the day, throughout the first day. The rest of it I don't really care about. After the first day was done, I was annoyed that they didn't declare a winner. I just wanted a winner day one. It's annoying well, that it's three days later and they could. They only just declared Biden winner now. It's shocking, isn't it? Like. Literally, I was lucky. I was there in 16 and it happened. Like the night that he got in, I was in fucking Washington, D.C. Amazing scenes. But this one has taken four days. Like yeah. they've actually, they predicted Biden winning pretty early on. Like they thought that the um that he would win, but it's odd. And like you say, kind of, it's like, like how would you be playing a grand final? And you don't get a result till the fucking yeah. following week, like St. Kilda Collingwood back in yeah. 2011. Like it, it's odd. But um, yeah, no Trump. Trump is out and um, Bides is coming and, Done the job, Nick Brown. It's very interesting. I I, I don't know what's going to happen. I love it. I love every part of it. I just love. I just love controversy. Wouldn't it, I? There's also like you know how Mikey said the other days, like the other week, like the chaotic side of him wants Geelong to win just to piss up, to piss me off. Yeah. The, the, the chaotic side of me just wants wants something to come out that there is some kind of voter fraud just to oh, see what. Because I, I just want to <laughs> see. Some people just want to watch the but what uh, the world burn, Nathan. I'm one of them. Okay. <laughs> there's just something really funny about that. It's like but, the Joker. Yeah, I know. But yeah, it's annoying that they couldn't get the. Uh, um, the coverage done for day one. Like, it was awesome. It was really fun. But as soon as it got it was. to, like, they stopped counting the votes, I was so over it. Let's move into some music, but Nathan. Polaris. Let's talk about Polaris because they have a Like A Version. Did you know Like A Version is like a little spin-off Madonna's Like A Virgin? Did you know that, Nathan? Just a little, uh, I had a little absolutely bit of a no idea, Nick Brown. I'm sorry about that. But yes, go. Hit me. Hit me. <laughs> they have covered... Um, Eskimo Call Boys, Black Fingernails, and <laughs> I wish I was Eskimo. Wish they covered Hyper Hyper. That would have been so good. Uh, Black well, Eskimo Joe, right? Is that it? Black Fingernails, Eskimo Red Joe, wine. the Perth bastards. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Black Fingernails, Red Wine. I want to make you all mine. A lot of people in the ground. Uh, something about going straight down. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's how the song yeah, goes. That was um, yeah. not a what bad rendition. <laughs> what do you think of the song, Nathan? Oh, Nick, I love the original song, as you know. I'm one of the great Eskimo Joe fans back in the day. Um, <laughs> name, me, name me three. Can you name me three Eskimo Joe songs? Uh, I can. From the sea, Nick Brown. Um, New York, Sarah. Um, also, Inshallah was a 2009 song, I'm pretty sure. That was yeah, a pretty good song. You are the number one fucking Eskimo Joe fan. Um, yeah, no, Nick Brown, I'm telling you now. Comfort You, another good one. But um, I, I don't know. Uh, back in the day, the, the actual album Black Fingernails Red Wine, when it came out, I was a big fan of that. I was like, this is really cool. I think we saw him at a big day out. Was it a big day out? Yeah, Early days know. they might have played. But um, yeah, so Polaris doing this song instantly. I, I, I love the song. And um. They did a lot with it, which was quite, like good to see. They made it their own, which a lot of people I seem to look at like like a versions. They don't really do much with the the song, so we got some screams from Jamie. They managed to fit a breakdown in there. We got Feeney <laughs> filling in on guitar for Ryan, who was sick, who had to fill in there. Did a really good job. Yeah, mate. Like anytime you're doing a cover, like yep, yeah, I'll clap your hands. I'll listen to it once, but I'm not going to listen to it over and over again. So Ooh. yeah, they. Uh, I thought um, it's nowhere near the level of Denzel Curry's uh, Bulls on Parade from last year, which yeah. one of the great, great renditions of all time. I'm going to say that, but um, yeah, good. It's good, but I'm not going to listen to it a lot more. What about you? Yeah, I, I, I was listening to what we did on the weekend today, just before we started recording, and they and. Uh, Burjo said pretty much my, the same thing I think like the first time I heard it I didn't like Jamie's vocals at the start where he's just kind yes. of doing the blah, yeah. like, shut up yeah. <laughs> like, come on Jamie I didn't really like it but Burjo like kind of came around to it I haven't come around to it yet I still think that yes. bit's kind of shit um, the rest of the song's really good uh, it, yeah. it's, just, it's just unfortunate that the opening bit's the part you don't like because it, you know first impressions matter right like a lot of people probably will hear those first 20 seconds and kind of turn off and they'll be like oh, this kind of 
was a bit, Zen, mate. It was a bit garbage shit. that start. But um, the instrumentals are really great. Vocals yep. are a little bit shaky at times, but overall, it's, it's a pretty good cover. Like it's a, I think it's a net positive is the best way of putting it. It's not incredible. It's not the best shot song of the year. Um, I know a lot of people like like I like the original better myself. Um, oh, original, easily. And but it's really hard. Like I don't think um. I don't think Polaris had the intention of being better than the original. I think it was just like, let's yeah. play homage and do our own little version of it. Uh, but yeah, it, I was impressed. I was impressed overall by Polaris. Uh, Much better know, than that shimmer version where hands like cows is Nick Brown. Let's talk about, um, let's say this song goes on to the death of me. Where does this rank on the death of me? Because we've kind of been a little bit, you know, hit and miss on, on that album. Uh, like a lot of people think it's really, really fantastic. A lot of people think it's the album of the year. We aren't really mm. on that boat. How does this song compare to that? Well, I think that album's really half-half, Nick. I reckon there's five to six really good songs and there's four to five average songs. So I think this would be on the average end. So I, I still think it would be towards the back end of the album, which kind of dropped off besides all of this is fleeting, which was, I think, track eight. I think yeah. about track eight. So that was a really good one towards the end. Marta was good as well, but I'd see it as a track 10 slash 11. I think it's okay, but it wouldn't be in the first few bangers. So, like, what is it? Hypermania, Pray for Rain. Um landmine yeah it's a pretty good start i wouldn't see it taking any of those reins away from them but yeah it's yeah yeah it's not too bottom bad, end nick brown for me bottom end for if, me you if, bastard. if body count did it it would have been a lot better but you know body count aren't allowed to cover every band in the world it'd be unfair to everyone else but nathan some some bands are so iconic that you have to talk about it regardless of genre and these guys are in our genre so let's talk about it system of a down two songs yes what a uh, what a return, Nathan! But <laughs> is that return good? Is the big question. They have two songs. One is called "Protect the Land." One is called "Genocidal Humanoids." Great title. Ooh, yes, um, yes. Not too sure about the the album artwork's nice enough. Got the Armenian flag on there. It's pretty cool. Um, and Nathan, I'm going to let you take the, the shiny white ball, Nathan, because we're playing a one day. Oh, uh, one day, <laughs> one day international. Uh, shiny white ball. Not, not not as much swing after about three overs, but those first three overs are really nice. Tell, talk to me about these two songs. Have System of the Down knocked it out? Oh, not really, Nick. So Protect the Lamb was the first jam that I heard, and I must say, like when I first heard Serge and Darren singing, like there's something about these two, Nick. I really love the way they combine their vocals. It's Absolutely, uh, probably the, my, my favorite out of all the bands that seem to do this with backup singing. But um, the song got into it, decent start. But as it kind of progressed, there was something I don't know, something lacking with this track. I felt Nick Brown it was a little bit meh for me. The um, the chorus was really good. I, I really enjoyed Serge's vocal parts, but musically, I just thought it was a bit boring. Um, but yeah, they've got a video out for that as well. Then Gen- genocidal humanoids is a little bit more obviously system in sound, a little bit more quicker pace, a little bit better with the guitars and stuff. But um. I'm a huge Nick. I'm a system fiend. I absolutely love this band. I always have, and um, it's really cool to see them come back. And it's it's another political um, uh, like they've done this politically. It's, it's a time over in Armenia. I'm pretty sure there's stuff going on that they've released these songs. Yeah, and they're partnered up with an organization. I'm pretty sure by doing it. But um, it's like they're not their best songs ever. But um, to hear new music, like a lot of people actually saw it read, and um, they talked about it being just like scars the little bit of like surge coming in which is obviously that's their sound but system were always that heavier like kind of sounding a little bit more balls a little bit more metal to them than what this kind of is but yeah i think they're mass songs to be honest what about you yeah, I didn't like Protect the Land at all. Um, as yeah. you, the only good part, as you said, was the chorus. It was the only part that I that actually felt like yeah. it sounded a little bit system-y. Um, mm. as, you know, the Scars on Broadway comparison is pretty, 
bang on, I think. It, it just kind exactly. of sounded like a, maybe a little bit more beefed up size on Broadway. Genocidal Humanoids is really good, but I actually really quite enjoyed that one. I think they lean a little a bit. System. They yeah. lean a bit more uh, too much on the, I can't remember what these sayings, like, like that kind of vocal pattern that they do at the start of the song. Yeah. They lean on it probably a little bit too much, and they're going like between the heavy and light bits maybe a couple too many times. There's great moments in it, but when that you know, when that riff kicks in, the dun 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 Oh, the big, big riff, that, yeah. You know, awesome. you, you feel like, oh, that could that could live on toxicity, no stress about yep. it. That could live or steal, steal this album and have like and feel right in place. So I was really kind of happy on that one. It is yep, always tough. Sure. We, always, we always say this when bands have a lengthy time off and they come back, what can they do? Because you, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. You write a song that just sounds like a system song, then oh, you're not changing. But if you write something different, say Protect the Land as an example, then, oh, well, it's boring. It doesn't sound like a system kind of thing. There's no real winning. But if you come in with this in a positive mindset, I think you're going to get I think you're gonna get one song at least you enjoy out of this. I think Genocidal Humanoids is a, is a nice jam. I think it's enjoyable. It is a nice jam. I, I agree with that, hundred percent. On a Sunday drive, um, go you know, out going outside my twenty five k radius now, Nathan. That we're allowed to. Thank you, Dan. You uh, drive? You oh, you're better than me. Well, yeah, I haven't driven, but yeah, you know, I can, I can maybe drive. I'm a, if, Nathan. I'm a great driver. <laughs> I can drive yes. anywhere. Uh, yes. I can, I can talk myself out of a parking ticket. You know, I talked myself out of a parking ticket once, Nathan. Did you? Go yeah. on, give me the story. Uh, I've got a parking ticket. Completely rightful. Like I put, I parked in a bad spot. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to park there, and I just sent in a letter. And I, I don't know what I said on the letter, but I got off the ticket. It was great. I just fucking remember, awesome. And it's just, I, I feel like they were just like, ah, I feel like this is one of those dudes who can, um, who's just going to annoy us until he gets, he gets his way. He's going to have so they, all the legal terms and jargon just ready to go. He's going to come after. Absolutely, us. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's good. Um, probably not as good. Yeah, I reckon that's probably better than the system songs in general. Me getting off a oh, parking ticket, but you know, me that's, too. That's me here. Nate, let's move on to some quiz questions. Do you have a quiz? this week i've got a mini quiz for you nick brown yep, not a huge it. quiz but i'll, I'll give you a, a, we'll, we'll roll with this nick brown so coming to you from um my humble abode over here nick brown how old is ollie sykes ollie a oh, 30 yep. nick yep b 31 yep c 32 yep or d 33 ollie sykes he looks gorgeous at the moment um mm. they started pretty young i'm gonna say he's 33 Ding, ding, ding. Correct, Nick Brown. Well done. Um, Nick Brown, two. Question, who am I? Mm. I'm a Victorian band. I have one name. <laughs> oh, one name, Deb. Um, uh, Loon. <laughs> Loon. Oh, fuck. Not bad. Nah, Damn. Them. Nah, great guess. But oh, Nick, next two clues for you. Yep. My initial song, Face to Face, kickstarted my journey. My AP artwork in 2018 was a personal photo of mine. Guess. Face to face, that sounds so fucking familiar. Um, nah, oh, nah, I don't know. Um, Outloved. <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry, I'm just, I was just teasing him. I was looking at him through the screen. No, Nick. I go. I'll give you two more yep. little hints. Nick, I didn't last long as a band, oh. but caught the attention of plenty and got signed pretty quickly. A band. Correct, Nick Brown. I won the EP of the year in 2018 and had the runner-up song in the 100 countdown of the same year, A Burden. Correct. Nick Brown, three, true or false? The movie Titanic's time frame was identical to the time it took in real life for the boat to sink. F false? No, Nick, true. So okay. James Cameron, I don't know if you've ever watched any of his docos, but he's obsessed with Titanic. So okay. he had everything set out that um the exact same time it took from the boat to sink from the time it got hit as the movie length. Crazy stat. Wow. Nick Brown, 
What year did System of a Down form? Was it A, 94, B, 95, C, 96, or D, 97? 96. Oh, you bastard. No, Nick, it's A, 94, Damn you it. silly sausage. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. That's Nick right. Brown, I've got another who am I for you. Yes. I'm a Victorian bit. I have two words in my name. Ocean yes. Grove, baby. Ocean Grove. It's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, is this the week that I... No, no. it's not. <laughs> never, never will be. Until Nick. I don't say Ocean Grove, and then you're going to have... Every, I, I like to think that every week that you have two like bands. <laughs> one's always Ocean Grove, and one's the band you're going to say. And if I ever say it, a two-named Victorian band is Ocean it. Grove, you're just going to be like, oh, it's Ocean Grove, and you're going to have... And then you're going to read off all the facts that you were going to say. <laughs> Nick, don't worry. I've got that backed up every single note little session that I've got. Don't worry. But Nick, your next two clues, this is probably the one that's going to give it away most. But Nick, yes. my first single, Breaking Free, was inspired by Gabriella oh. and Troy from High School Musical. We're breaking free, we're soaring, flying. There's not a star in heaven that we can reach. Good song. Um, What was it? Breaking Free. Mm. <laughs> and Nick, the second clue, I'm from a region in Victoria becoming a forefront for medical bands. No. Gippsland is Gippsland. <laughs> no. mm-hmm. um, um, I can't say. You got to guess. Where a- Andy Klein. Um, um, fucking- <laughs> guess Nick Brown. It. It's not them. They're from Ballarat. You silly bastard. Ocean sleeper. Ocean sleeper. Yes, Nick. I was only going to give you one more clue, and it's Nick. I've previously won the coveted worst song of the year in the background awards. I am Ocean Sleeper. That does I was going to. That barely narrows it down anyway, Nathan. So yeah. many fans. <laughs> I was going to give you the ocean tease. And like, uh, nice. as soon as I got that up, I knew you'd get ocean sleeper. But Nick, not even worth it. Nick, true or false? Dave Grohl uses a Grammy award. He has won in the past as a doorstopper. Um, it sounds very Dave Grohl. Yeah, I'm going to say true. True, Nick. What a big headed arsehole that he is, Dave Grohl, doing things like that. And I'll give you a little one to finish, Nick. A swipe left, swipe right, super like breakdowns. Gang vocals, cover songs. Uh, swipe left to cover songs. No need for them. Like like a version. I, I'm so, I'm coming around to a lot more. I think their I think their hit to miss ratio has gone up significantly over the last few years. And like the best like a versions are fucking fantastic. But in general, cover songs aren't as necessary. But I kind of like them. No, fuck it. Like, uh, co- their cover songs go to right. Gang vocals go to the left. Just to piss oh, you off. Oh, I thought I had you. And yeah, oh, there's nothing. There's Bust. nothing sexier. There's nothing sexier than a great song that just gets topped off like a little bit of a cherry on top of a nice, nice Sunday, Nathan. Peach cherry, a, call, eh? Like, call it a breakdown. <laughs> a cork and nut, the cricket oh. ball. The old outside off stump, Nick's the old uh, outside edge, boom, straight to the keeper. That's what we're going. That's exactly it, Nathan. You know, I, I had my <sighs> first net session last week and I was fucking, da, da. That's me hitting a shot. Da. Every time I hit, I'm like a tennis player when I play cricket. Someone balls the ball. Da. <laughs> and I'm that guy, like, in, even in net sessions, like, you, you block the ball, you wait there. <laughs> Just like, all the I'm, kids around me don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm so scared to come back to play. I, I just reckon I'd, I'd suck so badly. I, I like had I, my eye in within like three balls, and I felt like I was back <sighs> to like when I was five, six years ago. Genuinely, like, the, he was only bowling mediums. The bowler was only having like medium paces, but I, I straight away I was like, oh, this is easy. Like, I'm timing it really well. And I was like, yeah, I don't to get back into it too. Yeah, it'd be fun. I've dreamt about it a lot. Yeah. I had a dream last night. I got bowled first ball. <laughs> and it was a great time. Anyway, mm. uh, is that the end of the quiz, Nathan? Uh, yes, Nick. 
in the quiz. Perfect. Nathan, um, a couple more things we've got to talk about. We're going to talk about Bring Me the Rise in a second. I know it's a week late, but we didn't record last week, unfortunately, because of my banging of a table. Haha, I'm not going to bang you today, Mr. Table. But let's talk about bad love first. Bad forward slash love. Played Unifier once, Nathan. Remember, they had all the sparkles. They were very sparkly. Uh, Ooh, they have sparkly a new- affair. It was a very sparkly affair. They have a new song called Social Suicide featuring yes. Crossfaith, it says, on the on Apple Music, as in like the whole band. I don't know if the whole band did it, but I know Just Ken? the singer, Nick. Ken, yeah, just Kenny. Kenny. I'm, sh- uh, I'm assuming it's Kentaro. I'm assuming, assuming that's his name. I love it. I love every part of it, Nathan. What do you think? Kendall from Barbie. Barbie and Ken. Sorry. <laughs> Stop my own sentence. I just start my own sentence. <laughs> um, what do you mean right. social suicide? A couple of things, Nick Brown. I think the song's excellently written. They um they got really good songwriters here. But um this is exactly what I thought the sound of Hands Like Houses would be. That this is the kind of sound I thought they'd go down and the route they would. So it's a big tick for bad love. I actually quite like this sound. And also the, the feature is really good um, from the crossfacing here. Nick, they even put a fucking synth in the background when the crossface guy comes in. I, I, I thought that was the biggest piss take moment of all time. And I loved every single part of it. So that was really good. But yeah, um, excellent song. like the chorus. I like this band. They've done a, they had DMU. Was that the other song yes, they released yeah. this year, which was a really good track. That'll be in the hundreds. So they're a band. That, I think they dropped their first EP with, did they have Marcus on one of the songs? Yep. They did Hold You Under, I think it was. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck whatever it was. But yeah, I'm pretty sure I wasn't blown away by that EP, but the last couple of songs have been pretty good. So getting better. And I like that, Nick Brown. All I want is improvement from these bands. That's what we ask for. So well done to them. We don't ask for much, Nathan. We don't ask for much. No, I think um, musically this is really nice. And I agree. I I think the feature is really well worked in. Uh, my issue with this song is oh, the no. fucking lyrics, dude. It's so Cringy. bad. Can I just mm. can I just read these out for bad? I know lyrics in general me. never sound that great when you just read them out like this, like a poem. But uh, I just have to give you a few. This is from the start. Your gram is looking boring, like Instagram. Uh, better oh. pucker up and pout. Another rep, you'll get a six pack, like a Hollywood cutout. Treat them mean, keep them keen. Yeah, you're flexing with the men. Remember, girls ain't gonna fuck you if you're skinnier than them. Um, that's just, that's a little bit. Okay. Uh, I think the genuine, I didn't yeah. notice how bad they were. <laughs> See, dude, I, I, I don't listen to lyrics. I'm horrible. I, yeah. I, I don't mean, and usually I don't either, but these ones, that as is... soon as I heard pout and I was like, I actually went back and I was like, hang on, this is good. I feel like I already know what it's going to be about. So and it wasn't the will to... I am scream and shout song. Was like, <laughs> out, Nick. Is that what you're telling me right I want to scream and shout. Good, great song. Uh, Nathan, that leads to unpopular opinion. You know how unpopular opinion works? Unpopular opinion will never go away. When it does, a show goes away. I'll never not have something to complain about. Now, this is like a dig of bad love this is kind of a dig in general i the whole idea of writing songs about social media being bad one it's been played to death like it's really it's one of those song topics that i understand being a metalcore band there's not many things you can talk about right you know you, you talk about yeah, the ocean sure. you can talk about the ocean you can talk about you know being sad and it's going to be COVID next year, or, That's or all you, we're going to hear. Yeah, talk about COVID. Or you can be the gloom <laughs> in the corner and talk about these weird stories that don't make any fucking sense. I don't know. You got four, you got, you got four fucking... Don't bring In Hearts Wake album into this neighbor. Oh, <laughs> give me fucking nightmares while I'm trying to fucking be awake. So so I do understand when you play in a heavy band, there are you are limited in a lot of ways by what you can talk about. And there are obviously other things you can talk about than those four. But talking about like why social media bad just sounds very... It's it's very ironic because to to quote unquote make it in a in a band you need to 
use social media and in many ways exploit social media in in many respects. So correct. Like I understand there was a Netflix documentary, you know, recently about social media, the social dilemma, I think it was called. I haven't seen it yet. I, everyone's no. talking about it, but uh, so but everyone's going on about that, and it's a very t- it's a very trendy thing to talk about why social media is bad, but. To me, it just sounds really boomery. It just sounds like it just okay, sounds boomer, like eh? it just sounds like something my dad would say. It's like oh, I don't I don't have Facebook because why would I? Why do I, why do I need to have Facebook? It's just everyone you know, wanting likes and stuff. And like if if we were all to be really honest with ourselves, you know those lines are the um like the pucker up and pout line. You, know, you need more uh, your grams looking boring, right? Mm. If, if we were all to be very honest with ourselves we would all be able to identify at least a few of our own friends who do that, who pucker up and pout and do, and that's, but there's nothing wrong with that. Like there's like this idea of like, if you, if you'll put on photos and you want likes on Facebook, Facebook and Instagram, that it's a terrible thing. Yeah. It's, if you rely on that hundred percent to be your only sense of you know self-satisfaction, then yeah, it's, it's a bad thing. But you know, putting out photos isn't a bad thing. You're allowed to do that, Nathan. You're allowed to, you're allowed to show off. Like if I'm, a, if I want to take a photo with my cruiser black, which I haven't opened Don't yet. Tease me with this fucking cruiser, Nick. <laughs> this is four weeks in a row and I still haven't had a cruiser. I still haven't bought any. I feel horrible. <laughs> but you, do you understand my point? Nathan, like yeah, it's, like, it's like bands saying that social media is bad makes no sense because they're the they're same people dick. who are just going to come across and be like, yo, buy our merch and do this and do that. Like, yo, like us on social media. Like that's how, mm-hmm. yo, if you're yeah. a label and you're looking at this band and they only have t- uh, 200 likes on Instagram or whatever compared to a band that has 10,000, I know what the labels are going to look at. They're going to look at the 10,000 one. Of course they are. And that's because <laughs> they've marketed and they've exploited in many respects what social media is about. And that's exactly where would they advertise these merch things and these CDs and these songs and stuff, Nick? Would it be on social media? I'm pretty sure it would. So these mm. bands are a little bit hypocritical. So bad love. Sorry. Is it forward slash bad love or is it yeah, hyphen the other way? Bad love. I've, I've, I've forgotten, Nick. I've lost the plot, but I'm telling you now. Yeah, it's a little bit hypocritical. Yeah. That's my word of the day. And there's the. <laughs> Very nice. Very proud of you there, Dave. <laughs> uh, but like you are, I think you there is a way you can talk about social media in a negative way if you can be a little bit more specific about it because, you know, there is actual very bad things about social media. We all understand that, right? We've all been, it's all been beaten over our head. But be a little bit more nuanced about it. Be a little bit more, I don't know, be a bit more clever about it. There's just nothing clever about this. They're just to me, oh, when I'm, pardon? Schemish, like clever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Like yeah. a riddle, like. Yeah, talk to me. Tell me a riddle, Nathan. Tell me a riddle a, right now. A riddle? What's seven plus seven times seven, Nick? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> is that the end? <laughs> no, seven plus seven times seven is divided by seven. Wait, what? What are you tell you're talking all this shit, Nathan? I don't like it. Um, fourteen times is a hundred and. I don't know. I'm too. D- 119 divided by seven equals seven. Seven. Is it seven? <laughs> it's not seven. <laughs> it's 14, Nick, but I, 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 I'm a fan. I'm a really big fan of that. I was actually, I was going to try the seven thing minus seven again, and it would have equaled seven. So I, I did have a riddle. I'm sorry about that. But continue with the point, Nick. I'm sorry. And, w- and what gets wetter as it dries, Nathan? Uh, what gets wetter as it dries? Ooh, water. A towel, because <laughs> it draws you. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant! <laughs> I just from, got out of the shower before I should know that. It's from Family Guy. I like it. Not pretty. Not pretty good. I thought, but yeah, um, yeah. Family Guy versus South Park. Nick, who wins? South Park any day of the week. Um, mm, family oh Guy God. fell off a cliff very quickly. Yeah, it did. <laughs> got old very quick, didn't it? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, it's nothing against Bad Love as a band, even though this whole unpopular opinion is kind of about the song. Um, <laughs> we hate you just a little bit. Guys. No, Sorry. I real as you said, I really like DMU, and I think. 
the instrumental of this song's really good, and the the vocals are quite good on this. But it's just the lyrics. Yeah, I the think vocals are outstanding. Be, be a little bit more clever about it, and you know, be a bit more keep keep the clock your cards a little bit closer to your chest. Anyway, Nate, let's move on to "Bring Me the Horizon." We are a week late. Uh, so we're going to keep this nice and short, nine tracks. Yeah, of course, um, Nick. Can we just uh, just settle the debate really quickly, EP or LP or something else? Nick, as I told you last week, I think this is a mixtape. So yep. this is however someone wants to interpret it, Nick. Like if you want to interpret this as an album, it's long enough to be an album. It's over six songs, so you can interpret it that way. But also they've come out and said it's an EP, one of three upcoming in a trilogy. So honestly, uh, I... I I see it as a mixtape. Like we talked about it last week on the show. It didn't work out being like a, a rapper's mixtape. Like they come out with all kinds of things. Sometimes there's 25 songs. Sometimes there's 10. Sometimes there's four. You just don't know. They call it a mixtape. So with all the features on here with Bring Me, I, I take this as a mixtape. It's not going to chronologically fit as an album. It doesn't flow very well, but they're all individual songs and they're all really good songs. So yeah. that's how I interpret it. If you, if you are going to count this as an album, then you have to count the thing at the start of the year, whatever that was at the start of the year that they released um, as an album. And I don't think nobody's going to count that as an album. We're not going to like, when we rank Bring Me The Horizon albums, no one's counting that. Okay, so if no. you don't care, if you don't count that, we're going to forget that's in the catalog, eh? Exactly, yeah. Like, and they <laughs> they they put it out knowing that it's not part of their cat, like that's not going to be part of their overall album catalog. It's exactly. just something. It's a little bit of a side thing that they're doing. And yeah, if you do that for um, that album, then I think you kind of have to do it here. And obviously, the yep. band the band calling it an EP kind of. Essentially kills the debate straight away. Uh, but Nathan, that being said, nine tracks, 32 minutes. Um, I'm getting good at remembering that. Uh, you were doing really well. <laughs> what do you think of the EP mixtape album? Uh, Nick, I thoroughly... <laughs> you bastard. I, I, I enjoyed this. I, I enjoyed certain moments. I didn't like certain moments. So kicking off with Dear Diary, clearly the heaviest probably track on there with Kingslayer. But it reminds me, I, I said it, um, a little bit of M Shadows from... Um, Avenge Sevenfold, the way Ollie sings this chorus, really, really impressed me that way. It's a heavy jam, pretty advice men, I thought, with the guitarists. And um, we'll talk about a little mix-up that some happened towards the two-minute 10 mark of this song later on, Nick Brown. But um, Nick, also Parasite Eve, that dropped. I'm going to go through song to song what I thought of him. Bang out, crack and tune, really enjoy that. Teardrops had a really, really great chorus, pre-chorus in particular as well. Huge song, I really liked that. Obey featuring Youngblood. We're going to do the awards. This will probably be one of the features of the year. I'd say Nick Brown, really catchy, great song, great film clip as well. It's for the Cure. Um, that was their little testament tribute to Linkin Park that flopped again because it's an interlude track. Come on, guys, you better than that. Nick, Kingslayer, though. This is the jam. This is the one. This is the... Everyone was just cracking on about it. All I kept hearing was posts and posts and posts about Kingslayer, how good this song. So featuring Baby Metal... This is huge. The this is batshit crazy, Nick Brown. We got prodigy vibes here. We got all kinds of shit going on. The chorus by Baby Metal was one of the most catchy songs of the year, moments of the year. And um, the only gripe I had with this song is I would have loved to have heard Ollie singing one of the choruses as a mix-up. But um, besides that, it's a crack and tune. One one by one or one v one. The Nova Twins really good. A little bit slower in style. A little bit Lincoln Park. Probably my least favorite of the tracks. And then the butterfly closing it. This is where my gripe comes with the end where I didn't like. This did not fit this album. It didn't fit the vibe of this album at all. Or EP, sorry. It sounded like a Disney fucking slash Twilight song. And like when you've had songs that are as heavy as Kingslayer and Obey and like Dear Diary, just hearing this at the end, I love Amy Lee's voice all about that. But I'm telling you, this song just didn't fit and it wasn't the right closer. So... That gets a few points off. And also Luden's having been released in 2019. <laughs> like this is coming out at the end of 2020. It's a little bit um, long between drinks, but um, yeah. So this is apparently the heavy EP, Nick Brown. This is what we're going to hear. So 
what do we think? What, what, what route are they going to take going forward? Like, what, what, what are we going to get next, do you think? It's got to be a drum and bass EP, right? It's got to be. <laughs> Imagine it, that. It has to be. Like, I just, you just think of like, Ollie, like the whole, you know, you got to bring, if you want to bring the whole band in, kind of everyone had their own thing. Jordan Fish can kind of go nuts on the, on the uh, electronics here. Ollie's mm. voice would fit perfectly in kind of a drum, an up, up, you know, upbeat drum, uh, what's it called drum bass EP for sure. Like, you know, these sure, kind of, the, the tempos in songs like Kingslayer are very drum and bass. You know, when that, yeah. when that riff comes in, it's basically a drum and bass beat. Like, you know, it's mm. very, very close to it. So they're just about there. They just need to m- move the instruments around a little bit. And I think that, Honestly, because when you think about it, there's only so many areas they can go. They're not going to come out and write a country EP. They're not going to come out and write a, write a hip-hop EP. Like all the, They'll have hip-hop elements, I'm sure. But And they're not going to come out and write a deathcore EP at this stage. So it's either going to be really, really soft or it's going to be something electronic. And it could come out and they could come out with a full dubstep EP. And I don't think I'd be too upset about that. We've been waiting for one for a while, eh? Yeah, but like I, I think the more logical thing is for them to do a drum and bass EP. I just think it'd be it'd yeah. be a perfect perfect blend and you could still pay homage to your influences like Linkin Park who have always had a little bit of that element to them this EP is really decent actually like I think the yeah, first is. half is really really good it kind of falls a little bit at the back end because I don't think one by one's an, an excellent track I think no. it, it's a good first half and I think it runs out of ideas towards the end is the best way of putting it for me do you reckon As, that's why they put Ludens in there I, I think they just wanted Ludens to be on something. I just, I don't, for some reason, I think they're like, if, we, if, we're, if we're going to put Parasite Eve on, let's just put Ludens on as well and just kind of run it that way. Um, yeah, Ludens is a great track, but you know, being on this EP, it's a bit of a nothing thing. But I guess if you're buying it on vinyl, there's a there's a reason for you to have big it, reason okay? for you. Yeah, um, butterflies is we're going to call it because the name is bullshit. Um, I saw Stupid. Mikey from again, shout out Mikey from the Gloom in the Corner, um, saying that this is the best uh, song on the EP, and yeah, <laughs> Nathan, I, I love. You know, you know me, I love an unpopular opinion, but <laughs> if, you, if you're, there's a reason why they're unpopular for some reason, because this is not a good opinion at all. This is horrible. This is I'm a horrible opinion, Mikey. And I'm, you know, you know what? You're not getting a mosh guard anymore. I, actually, <laughs> when I beat you up, I need you to have a mosh guard in just for my own peace of mind. Uh, so you're going to get one. Uh, King Slayer is amazing. One of the songs of the year. I know some people yeah. are saying it's a little bit of a novelty track. Uh, yeah, I can see it. But in 2020, I just, you know, I was saying, we said this last week because um, the, the episode that didn't go up, you know, these kind of uppity kind of EDM metalcore kind of hybrid songs, I just really, I don't know if it's the time period we're in. I don't know if it's because of COVID, but they're just the songs that are really going over well this year. And maybe that's a glimpse into the future, but maybe it's just because we're living in a fucking pandemic and we just need something to, you know, really heavy tracks are great, but there's also a bit of like, you want something a little bit more upbeat musically and that those electronic elements really do give it that. And obviously baby metal with a fantastic feature here. Uh, I don't love Dear Diary. The I must admit. Great. Yeah. The, the hook's amazing. I don't love Dear Diary. I think people kind of get a bit excited about just how quick it is and not really about the whole the song heavy itself. Thing. Yeah. And teardrops. I've, I've kind of gone around a couple of times with this song and it's, yeah, it's a great song to chuck on. Like it's a great song in the car. You just sing along. Awesome dude. It's, yep. fun, it's fun as fuck. A little bit too Lincoln park for me, but still fun as fuck to listen to. Uh, but yeah, I honestly I'm stoked. I, it's free music in my eyes. This doesn't count as, as we said, doesn't really count as an album to me. But there's just something about this that just kind of, it's hard to rank. How are you going to put this in the EP of the the year category? Do we put it up against the local bands? I don't know. It's just something we're going to have to work out, Nathan. Yeah, it's going to be hard to just like figure that out. But as you say, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where this ranks. A lot of people are saying it's their best work since Sepaternal. And like I've seen a lot of people dispute that. But um. 
it's all for up of like for your debate. Is it an EP? Is it an LP? Is this their best work? Is it their not? Like I think it's their best sound to be honest with you since Sabaternal. Like I think they found that niche with the um, electronics, with the hook writing. I really enjoy this the way they've written it. But um, as you say, going forward, it's gonna be exciting to see what they do, Nick Brown. So. Well done, bring me. Well done. Let's, well let's done, move on six. to pot shots, Nate, and quick questions for ah. the answers. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? You go first, Nick Brown. Nate, if Kingslayer was inspired by Hyper Hyper, yay or nay? 100% yay, Nick Brown. They thought these bastards from wherever they're from, where's the Eskimo Callboy from? They're German? They fucking, where are they yes, from? I think they're German. The German, okay, these German bastards are like, we can't be outdone by these buggers, Nick Brown. We're going to come at them with a better rendition of an electronic song with an awesome feature, with more Prodigy vibes. And I don't know if they've outdone them, have they? Find out when we do the 100 countdown, guys, because I'm, I'm not giving shit away. <laughs> well Nick done. Brown, pot shot to you. Like aversions are overrated, yeah and Ooh, it's interesting. Um, By the general public, they might be a little bit overrated. Um, you know, if you asked me this a year ago, I would have said 100% they're overrated, but I've co- I'm coming around to a lot of them. I think if you were to give me the top 10 to 20 like versions, I think I'd be pretty stoked on all of them. You know, I, I even look back at like somebody posted a clip of Billie Eilish doing Michael Jackson's Bad from a few years ago, and it's really, really good. And somebody's done Praise You by Fatboy Slim, I think it was the original. Um, and that that cover's really good. And you know, I love I love the idea of like a version. I think the fact that they built this platform of come in and completely rework a song. Now, some some bands take that a little bit too far, and the song is so far detached from the original that it's it's barely a cover. It doesn't almost, make sense. Yep. It's almost its own song with the same lyrics, and that's probably the only way you can kind of link the two songs together. But other than that, I'm kind of... I'm I'm kind of with it. I'm I'm with like a versions these days. I, I don't know. I've, I've made a bit of a sharp 180 on this, and I think maybe Denzel Curry did it for me because what a beautiful man that man is. Um, Nathan, UDLs are better than cruises, yay or nay? Ah, uh, yay, Nick. I've always been a UDL man. You know this. I've been drinking raspberry UDLs since I came out of the womb. I'm telling you, Nick Brown, <laughs> these are just delicious things. I've tried winning you to raspberries. I know you're not a raspberry man. You're a lime and soda slash lemon lime and soda man. We still haven't found a slab to go to Unify yet for next year, so we'll, we might have to buy that and just park it in the old fridge at the <laughs> back of my place. But yeah, Nick, I've always been a UDL fan. You know why? For the simple factor of this, cruises are easier to drink. They're in a beautiful bottle. They're packaged well, but they're smaller in the category of the mills, Nick. I'm also yeah. I'm all all about the quantity, the qu- like the quantity over the quality here, Nick, I'm going to say, because UDL can 375. I think a UDL um, is three seven, yeah, 375 to about 330. Is that a cruiser? Uh, you got one in your hand. Uh, what is two, it? This is 275, well, 275. Well, there you go, 275. So you're getting 100 mils less of your, your alcohol. So like there is a reason cruisers are but- cheap. It does yeah. give it does give the illusion of you drinking more than what you usually do, and I oh, think okay. I think I actually think people look at that and they they're drinking UDLs right. If I if I knocked back ten UDLs right, that and that's worth a hundred mils less. So what's that? I don't know. It's worth like seven or a eight. liter of alcohol less. Yeah, exactly. So like you're seven seven or eight UDLs, but you feel like you've drank ten UDLs because you're drinking ten drinks, right? So it's just Ooh. kind of all the drinks are kind of the same. But I don't know, Nate. Maybe I'm maybe I'm So you're telling me that the next time we drink, I'm gonna get a slab of UDLs, you're gonna get a slab of cruises. You're gonna be humming after ten cruises and I'm gonna be just legless after ten UDLs. Well it might be a good way for us to keep but uh, keep drinking at the same pace, Nathan, because you always go fucking ahead of me and it's always a bloody yeah, I'm just- it's all I'm always <laughs> fighting an uphill battle from drink three. Vegas Nick, think of Vegas. I don't like thinking of Vegas, but I can't help it, all right. Um, it's gonna be very soon. We're gonna be drinking together again. I'm telling yes. you now. What do you got, Nathan? Oh, sorry, Nick. Sorry, back to pot shots for you. Um I've got there um there was too many features on the bring me EP, yeah or nay? No, I like the I like features. Um, I think all the features were pretty good. 
They were um, good. Yep. You know, the uh, Youngblood one was really good. The Obviously, the Baby Metal one was excellent. The Evan, Evanescence one, look, the, her voice sounded great, but it's Amy Lee. Of course, it's going to sound great. I just don't think they used her particularly well. And I don't think that's a fault of the feature. I think that's just the fault of the band as well. Uh, as much of it, I guess. Um, Nova Twins, I think it's good for them to kind of, you know, up, up a exposure. Low, uh, yeah, give give someone who's a bit smaller that exposure would be fantastic. Like I'd love to see Nova Twins tour tour with Bring Me the Horizon. I think it'd be awesome. Um, well, that's the thing, isn't it? Opens it up with all these features potentially to do that because the yeah. crossover, like, it doesn't actually have to be the same style now with these tours that we're seeing. So. Like having features, like you might be able to do that. Like MGK has been playing on bigger, like more kind of pop and punk shows and stuff. So hopefully, Nick, we do see that more people playing with Bring Me. Nathan, for you. That's how they get bigger too. Nathan, for you, McDonald's deals this month are the best thing to happen in 2020. Yay or nay? For sure, Nick Brown. Richmond won the flag in what, October? So that doesn't count. So we are in November now. (laughs) I lost my money in the Melbourne Cup. That fucked me. Um, The COVID restrictions have lifted though. So I guess that's pretty good, but... Mac is the seven dollar deal of the day today. It was just absolutely iconic you, and historical. Uh, so Nick, Brown. by the time people listen to this, it won't be around. But can you just explain <laughs> to the people what the the McDonald's do? Even as a vegan, this had my mouth watering. Well, Nick, I woke up today and um, uh, I was I was hungover. I'd had three and a half cruises last night. Sorry, I, I'm not drinking cruises, Nick. I, I'm a liar. I didn't drink anything at all. But I'm telling you, I woke up to this notification from McDonald's. So the the Mac is thirty deals in thirty days in November. I'm thinking, all right, the weekends are normally pretty good deals, but they've come up, Nick, for seven bucks. 18 McNuggets. So 18 nuggets. That's a lot. So a lot of people, 24 for 9.95, thinking, all right, 18 for seven. That's pretty good. But Nick, you don't just get the nuggets. What you don't just get the you don't just get the nuggets with these things. So like you're thinking, all right, yep, maybe they'll throw out a chips. Maybe we'll get like a large chips. But Nick, they don't throw in just one large chips. They throw in two large chips as well as three of your fucking choice of dipping sauces for seven dollars. How the hell can anyone compete with this, Nick? I don't know how Ronald's making any money off this, Nathan. I don't know how Ronald Nick, McDonald is Ronald is banned, Nick. We're not allowed to bring that up anymore. He's been <laughs> banned. Wait, if you're, what's your three dipping sauces? Uh, today, I went a aioli, yep. I went a McChicken sauce, and I went a Big Mac sauce. Big, Jesus Christ. I don't like, there's a bit, a bit ambitious on those last two, Nathan. Well, I haven't had McNuggets in so damn long. I was like, this is like the best day of my life. So I wanted to taste a little bit with each little dipping sauce, you know, and there's too many chips, too large chips, a lot of chips. Taste the rainbow, Naven. Uh, what do you got for me? <laughs> Finish off. Get fucked. Nick Brown, the last one. Unify will now go ahead with the rapid progression Victoria is showing. Yay or nay? Oh, dude. Oh, it's... Am I teasing too much? Who are teasing a little bit here? Um, I'm going to say, yeah, I don't, it won't happen in January, obviously. Nah, um, nah. But I'm thinking in what, like six months' time. When did they say was the cutoff? Like Easter, was it? I might be wrong there. It might have been the Easter. Yeah, weekend. about April ish. Yeah, is, so yeah. when I don't know my public holidays very well, I must admit. Um, I know I know Christmas and New Year's. I, I usually get New Year's correct. <laughs> You're not getting New Year's right. Um, sorry, Nathan. Just and Melbourne myself, Cup. The just second that's myself. easy to remember. Oh, I, I even forget that half the time. I no, really try. first I Tuesday, I Nick. I don't First really pay Tuesday, attention. November. I don't pay attention to the cup, so it doesn't really bother me at all. Um, and last last Saturday in September, Nathan, oh, Tigers. That's all I remember about that. <laughs> but I think Unify will happen. Um, me too. I'm I tell optimistic you what, now. This this week has been fantastic for all that it kind has. of stuff. Like, if you're a good things organizer, you'd be going, "Let's get it together. We got three weeks, boys, or however long. <laughs> Let's get a festival out there." But Can man. We headline it? Oh, dude! Just a, a live backbone podcast just on a, a stage, just a spoken word session with us, mm. and everyone just booing. Everyone's like, "Boo!" Where's what we did on the weekend? <laughs> We're just like, "Damn it!" 
<laughs> nah, fuck them. Uh, so I'm going to put them through a table. Maybe, maybe I'm going to put it through a table earlier than I once thought, Nathan. Who knows? Uh, but <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I think you know they be they be looking at these numbers going hell yeah. But it's also a, a you know about everyone else opening up borders and everything. You know when's WA going to do that? Does that really? Ca- does anyone care? Does Unify give a shit about that? Because you know they like they like getting people from every state to come to these things, and you need everyone to open up their borders for that to happen. Yep. Look, I'm excited. I, I think it, I, I'm quietly optimistic. We'll say that. Nathan. Me too. This week, especially like with the whole, like Dandrews has come out um, today and said that the 25 like radius 25 K thing's gone now, which is good. So you can basically, we can go wherever we want. So obviously there's still like lockdowns in certain aspects with like amounts of people in certain places. I think it's a hundred, hundred people per venue now, which is, and then like 200 people are allowed outside or something. So whether that equates to gigs yet, I don't know. But like, I, I'm I'm really really optimistic in the next probably three months. I reckon three months we'll be able to get decent sized shows again. We might not get thousand point seat venues or thousand standing room venues like the Forum and stuff. But like, I think maybe the corner that might be a, like a, a like an initial one. What's that? Five hundred to seven hundred people in the the corner. Yeah, eight hundred. I think it is cap eight fifty. I reckon like you probably cut that in half. I reckon that might be our first kind of like decent size of show. I reckon like you won't be able to get the full corner, but that's an initial venue I'm really thinking and hoping and dreaming that we can go to. Who, I wonder who's going to be the first gig we see. Oh, who knows, Nathan? It's going to be. I don't w- care if it's a deathcore band, Nick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, we, you mentioned you mentioned Unify, and I want to ask one question about that before we get to 360 and get out yes. of here. Uh, when when we were kind of doing our like long term predictions a while ago about you know an all Australian Unify and what that could look like. You yep. you came out and said that In Hearts Wake would headline one of the days, right? Yes. With, with their album coming out since then, Kaliuga, and kind yep. of I wouldn't say flopping, but not getting the reception that probably you know it didn't get the reception that like Northland Alien did last year, or even like Polaris is the death of me this year, right? Like it didn't get that kind of backing. Do you still think In Hearts Wake would headline, or do you think they'd be a number two? Ah, uh, it's a great question. I just I'm trying to get up the dates of their tour that they've announced um, for next oh, year. Yeah, but true, yeah. I think oh, I'm just trying to look around. What date? Have you uh, off the top of your head? Have you got any idea when that is? Um, uh, June, like, June or July, I think. So that's probably the cutoff where Unify would have been. So I mean, Unify won't be around that time, which kind of sucks because I thought that would be the perfect kind of like tease and like thing for us. But um, I still think so, Nick. I I, I just think with our scene the way it is in Australia. Like we got big bands, but a lot of those big bands have ruled themselves out already from playing Unify. Yeah. So I think in our scene, like what is it? Amity's ruled themselves out. Parkway's ruled themselves. Maybe think- now that the, maybe now that the actual times have changed, like maybe because yeah. they said like January we're not going to be able to play. Maybe if it's in April they might. Yeah. Who knows? So like it was ruled out I, early. Like they got ruled out four or five months ago, Nick. So I think COVID. I think COVID has completely changed the game in that sense. You know, but when mm. every when that all came out and they said they wanted to do an Australian lineup. You know, it, COVID wasn't what it was. There was a reason. Obviously, it was doing bad things because you know that's the reason why they made it an all Australian lineup. But we didn't yep. think we we're going to be in six months lockdown. And you know, bands probably thought by now that people would be touring. You know, a lot of bands had uh, were organizing dates for like Halloween era. era. I remember Savior had their tour. <laughs> they did. Their I was like, that Yeah, on what we, with what we do in the weekend, they were saying they had their tour. I think it was Halloween. They were supposed to be in Melbourne because everyone yep. thought six months ago that it would be available to get, but you know, obviously not. Um, so yeah, the game the sh- the game has shifted a little bit there. So you might see an Amity, you might see a Northlane, you might see a Polaris, you might see a Parkway. I wouldn't hold my breath on any of them. But if it's not them, then you know. You have a very few, a very limited amount, I would say. I still think Trophy Eyes and um, Violence, I hope, but I don't know if that's too light of a fucking two, of a double headliner. 
Oh, dude, I'd love to see both them as a headliner. And, like, that'd be trophy-wise progression all the way up the ranks from down the like the low end when they kick-started at Unified. And now, like, I think they played second or third last one of the nights when they last played. Yeah. So they're a band that one day will headline a Unify, whether it's this year, who knows? Because I, I reckon we definitely would have got something out of them besides figure eight this year, Nick, if it wasn't for COVID. So yeah. they'll definitely have an album out next year. So whether that's going to be a headline at a Unify, or they'll definitely have a big, big tour when they come out next year and they have this album so that's gonna be great but yeah exciting i'm really excited we can talk about it again so it's good good news yeah hopefully we don't hopefully we don't jinx it and, and uh you know this week we start getting all these cases coming again but that being said now let's move on to 360 news before we get out of here what do you got for this week nathan what's happening in the wide wide world not a hell of a lot nick i've actually got a 12 v 12 band set if you want to hear this oh, okay give it to me is it, is it, is it, i don't want to hear anything from 360 news i just want to hear this 12 v 12 band set well, Nick, I've got Polaris v. Northlane for you. I want to see who you're going to choose in the head-to-head battle. Okay. Okay, 12 songs versus 12 songs. I'm going to just put my thing- fingers up to tell me. Um, that'll tell you if it's a good song or not. Go nuts. Who do you want first, Nick? Northlane or Polaris? Polaris. Fuck. All right. Nick, we're going to kick off with The Remedy. Yep. Into Hypermania. Yep. Into Lucid. Yep. Into All of This Is Fleeting. Yep. Into Fle- <laughs> Voiceless, sorry. Yep. Into landmine. You know I'm a slut for voiceless. I, oh, <laughs> I, I, I know. <laughs> put that in just for me. That's yep. the first five songs, though, Nick. No, that's not you, bad. But, yeah, into landmine, into unfamiliar, yep. into consume, into yep. above my head, into yep. regress, into yep. crooked path, into yep. masochist. Okay, I have my I have my amount written down now, Nathan. <laughs> into Northlane set. We're going to kick off with masquerade, Nick Brown. <laughs> yep. Into Citizen. Yep. Into Talking Heads. Yep. Into Dispossession. Yep. Into Rot. Yep. Did you see what I did there, Nick Brown? No. What'd you say? One, one song from all their albums there, oh, Nick Brown. I was just nice. mixing up the set, you know? And then Nick Brown, we got Bloodline. Yeah. Into Dream Awake. Yep. Into Colorwave. Yep. Into World Eater. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> into metamorphosis, into mm. 4D, into mm. quantum flux. Mm. I have Northlane taken it by one. Oh, I, I have Northlane with Northlane with ten and Polaris with nine. Oh, so it's going to be a good. That, that'd be a great. Can you imagine those two sets? That'd be so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, c- a couple of other things, Nick Brown, during the week. So bring me the horizon. This is a bit of beef in shooing, Nick Brown. I, I, I actually I don't even know what it's, uh, to describe it as, but Nick, they've apparently ripped off Deftones, Swerve City, with their opening track, Dear Diary, on their EP, Post Human Survival Era or Horror, whatever it's called. What do you think? Do you, do you agree with this? What do you think? <laughs> so I I I don't know who called this out. I don't know if the band have called it. I don't think Deftones have said anything about it. I don't think they really mm. give a sh- I don't know if they really give a shit. Um I saw like I showed this to one of my friends and he said, Oh, it's bullshit. It's a it's a basic riff and everything, but it's everything around the riff that I think kind of like the, the drum beats be basically the same thing. It's a, yeah. it's the BPM's probably a tiny bit sped up on the bring me track and the, the guitar tone's obviously a little bit, little bit different, but everything's mm. pretty much the same. Um I don't know. I, I, I would give him the benefit of the doubt just on this uh, for mm. bringing me. It doesn't really bother me that much. I actually thought that moment doesn't hit as hard. I felt like it built up to a bigger moment than what we were actually given. But um, I get it. Bring me on in like the, they don't want people to like really mosh too hard now. They just kind of want them to bounce up and down new metal style. So I kind of get it. Uh, but yeah, look, I, if you're going to rip off a band, might as well rip off Deftones. You're going to get a, you know, you'll probably gain a couple of fans out of it. <laughs> Fucking oath, you rip off 
Deftones, Nick Brown. Who hasn't ripped off Deftones? That's the actual question. That's a good question. Pretty sure everyone has. Uh, Nick Brown, a couple of other things. Um, NotFest, did you see what they're doing? NotFest are doing – they're streaming their stuff, aren't they? Is that how it works? Yes. So, Nick, they're streaming um, – they've got a live stream event on November 13 called Pulse of the Maggots, which is a really enticing name there. But, Nick mm-hmm. Brown, one of our very own Aussie bands has been announced as one of the 20. So, Diamond Construct are going to be repping Australia on this. So, they're going to be one of the 20 bands playing on a free live stream November 13. Hacktivists are playing as well, Nick Brown. So, that would be cool to watch their set. And Year of the Knife, another band that – Release pretty good music in 2020. I really like, so it's going to be cool to watch. Uh, Nick Brown, <laughs> our mortal enemy. Oh, so no. Teeth, not Teeth, but Nick. Yeah. Teeth, one of our favorite bands of the, of the scene. They've come out with a new song called Crushed by the Covenant featuring one of our very own Nick, one of our very own favorites. Mm-hmm. I've nicknamed him. He's got a beautiful new nickname called A Beautiful Enemy. <laughs> a beautiful enemy. Mikey uh, Arthur of Gloom in the Corner, Nick, is featuring on this song. Oh, my God. What did you think of it? Um, look, I, I love the song, and as soon as I heard Mikey speak, I turned it off. So, like, I don't know what the rest of the song sounds like. I'm assuming he says some bullshit and goes, whoa, because he does that a bit. <laughs> that's, my best, that's my best Mikey Arthur impression. Sorry, Mikey. <laughs> well, it was pretty close, wasn't it? Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, can't, I can't argue with that. But, um, yeah, no, nah, dude, uh, the song's heavy as fuck. Mosh Lords everywhere will um, enjoy this poor Mikey. Mikey, uh, we, we don't actually hate you. Um, but, um, <laughs> sucked in. Nick, uh, I'll mention a few songs that popped up last week that we didn't really get on the EP, uh, on the episode, didn't really pop out. But um, Dream State had a new song called Monsters Really Good. DZ Death Rays had a song Fired Up Really Good. We talked about the Like Monster Flames album last week. Um, you really enjoyed that. Um, I listened to it a bit this week. I really enjoyed it as well. So, Owen, No Eternity in Gold. And, yeah, so, yeah, that was 360 News. It's been a big show. And, yeah. Happy days. And Dieter's Murder had a cool, cool song as well. I can't remember what it's called, but it was a good song. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'll get that back up. Yeah, it was a good time. We had a big week last week, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And, Stuck uh, Out had a new song, Mindless. And, yeah, Thy Art, a new song called Killing Season. So, yeah, big times, Nick Brown. Killing Season. What a fucking title. Isn't that... Um, that's a, that's what did a I say last week? Welcome, welcome to the Killing Floors, a Gloom the Corner um, thing. Ooh. Yeah, everywhere I, walk, it's like, everywhere I walk, I just see Mikey. I don't know where... <laughs> He's like when I when I fall asleep and I like I wake up in a in a panic. All I see mm. in the in the corner of my room is just a bald headed man just curled up in a ball, just looking at me. And I can just see the glow mm. in his eyes, and he goes, "Whoa!" That's all he does. I thought you were talking about Gollum for a second. I was. You talking um, about- <laughs> <laughs> they are very, they're very similar. <laughs> how, dare you, how dare you compare Mikey to Gollum? That's, no, I that's, didn't. I thought that's you were so, talking about that's so, un- that's so unfair on Gollum. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's gonna hate uh, us. Oh, no. Nah, good times, Nick. Good times. Great classic hits is all about what the backbone takeover is all about. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, guys. thank you for joining me, Nathan. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, Nathan, you might be in, in studio. Person, Nick. In studio, Nathan. Don't you dare! <laughs> Massive studio. And we're gonna be back in, so uh, that's gonna be great to see you. And uh, we're all gonna have celebratory UDLs, Nathan, to uh, to welcome. We should ourselves. live stream it, Nick. Oh, Nathan. I don't know if people want to see us without our pants on. It's not a, it's not a great worn, image. I haven't worn pants for the last six episodes. I've been so comfortable. <laughs> uh, we'll be uh, This week we have sidetracked the episode that was recorded last week. Same issue we had uh, with audio stuff. So kind mm. of, i got to stop smacking the table, Nathan. I'm sorry. I, keep, I, get, too, I get far too excited with these fucking right, I'll be there next week. I can calm you down. <laughs> uh, that being said, Nathan, thank you guys for listening. And we will see you next week.